Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Washington football team nation, what is going on? Six and nine last week in Lincoln Financial. Alex Smith, questionable. Todd, how you feeling? Man, I don't know. I don't know. I forgot to mention, last podcast of the regular season in 2020. Right. We did it. We did it. Kudos to us. Yes, <laughs> Kudos <for> to sure. <laughs> us. <laughs> it was fun. It was a good year. Uh, I mean, I've been saying at least it wasn't boring. At least, yeah. you know, there was intrigue. Even at six and nine, there's been so much intrigue. Eagles game, I'm going to be honest with you, Tay. I I have zero doubt that they're going to win. I'm I'm like 100% confident and sure I think they're just going to win. Uh, I mean, I'm not really, you know, I don't really buy into the, you know, how you perform historically in certain situations. I don't think it necessarily matters. But Washington has typically kind of performed well in these situations, you know, at least in the last 10, 10 or year or so, uh, 10 years or so. And then on top of that, just the Eagles. I mean, have you seen their injury report and everybody who's yes. out? Mm-hmm. See, I want to read all the names. I just, I, I had it right. I know the, the key ones were Fletcher Sanders. Yes. Goddard, um, Derek Barnett, uh, Deshaun Jackson. Ooh. And then a Fletcher Kodge, Dallas Goddard, uh, Jordan, my Lada, tackle mm-hmm. Duke Riley, Richard Rogers, Jalen Mills, mm. or maybe not Jalen Mills. He's on the reserve COVID, so actually probably Jalen Mills. Um, yeah, they're missing everybody. And the Jalen Hurts, I know he's kind of done some good things, but he's also had his struggles. The Cowboys definitely showed some, put some stuff on film on how to contain him. And so, and then Alex Smith, I think will be back. And I was talking about this with somebody today, but it's just the perfect storyline. Like Alex Smith, after the season he's had to put them on this track to then come back after two losses as the hero, lead the team, you know, victory to the playoffs. It's just, it's all lined up way too perfectly there. <laughs> I really think they're going to win. And then night football. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, last game of the season, maybe the last game of his career in the regular yeah. season, at least. So yeah, that's how I feel. How do you feel? Um, I'm a little nervous, obviously, but as any Washington football team fan would be, um, a Washington fan for that matter. But uh, I saw the injury report again today, and I said, okay, well, maybe, you know. And, and I just think I, – I just can't see this team losing, but I am nervous but I really can't see them losing this game uh, to the fact that uh, not kind of similar to what you said with Alex Smith, the perfect storyline, but also the storyline with Ron Rivera mm, and just yeah. how he fight, he, you know, he fought to the end in a sense. 
and how this team has performed all right. year where they started slow and finished strong. And I think that w- that's what we might get where um, someone practicing we'll, someone practicing a musical instrument back there. Yeah, you hear it, my <laughs> little brother. Yeah. I thought so. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Hope, it's it's beautiful. Hope, it sounds great. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> if if this season were a game, and I'm trying to use this, hopefully this and I'll this this works, but if this season was a game, this would be the fourth quarter. This game would be the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. And I think they're going to go in for the kill and, and finish strong. That's just what, you know, that's what I believe. That was a solid analogy. They've been a second half team <laughs> in games. They've been a second half team in the season. Yeah. So I think that's a fair analogy. I think Alex coming back is huge. It's kind of weird because with Alex, when you look at his stats, and I mean, like statistically, you compare it to Dwayne, and it's, you know, I mean, it doesn't look much better you wouldn't think that there's been a difference but there is there has been a difference just and I and I almost feel like it's subtle but I mean he's thrown four touchdowns six interceptions you know 1400 yards 66 percent completion 79 quarterback rating 35.7 QBR it doesn't sound or look great but there's just clearly a difference when he plays, you know? And so I think him coming back is, is big. I honestly, if Alex played the last two weeks, I think they won both. I think they would have won both games. I mean, at least split at the very least. So, I mean, I think that's the big one. Alex Smith being back, uh, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, questionable. Now, Terry McLaurin being out with the wide receivers is an issue, but honestly, the biggest problem for me from this past game was effort. There was just uh, from the wide rec- from the wide receivers specifically, Isaiah Wright, Stephen Sims, Gandy Golden. I didn't see the effort as if you were competing in a winning in make it to the playoffs game. It seemed like they weren't aware. They seemed like they felt like they were in in preseason mode. There was just situations where fighting back for the ball, coming back for the ball, or blocking especially, just lazy, just half-hearted. It affected plays. It was it was just it was bad. If Terry McLaurin can't play, I mean they need to catch the ball, but effort was a serious problem, man. And and so that's one thing I'm gonna be looking for because last week was a win and end, just like this week. It's no different. And and yeah, I just I, feel like that group didn't show up. So I think a part of it could it be that the quarterback play was just I mean, they just knew that even if, they, point too. even if they do get open, I mean, is he going to deliver the ball on time? Because if you look when Heineke got in the game, all of a sudden they just show up and it's just like, wait, no, <laughs> you know, <that's, laughs> yeah, you know, that that's not yeah. possible. You no, know, they, they've yeah. been there the whole game, you yeah. know, and then I, I saw the, you know, the HBO mic'd up with uh, Chase, Chase Young and, um, you see Robert Woods, I believe he's talking to when he says, man, this guy, no, you know, he talk, talk, talking about um, Robert Foster, Robert, Fa- yeah, yeah, Robert Foster talking about Tyler, he- uh, Taylor Heineke. Heineke. He's yep. like, yeah, man, like, you know, he knows what he's doing, you know? And I just think, I think a lot of that, I mean, he was throwing guys open. He was fitting, he was fitting the ball in on the second level. Yeah, he was. And I think these guys just like, it's hard to, I mean, yeah, in the inside, they know yeah. that Haskins is trapped. I mean, that he, he's just not going to find. He's did, just did something you, um, that just 
click in his head. Did you see Ben Standig's uh, article about quarterback and over the season and um, after the Ravens game when Dwayne was benched and one player was talking to somebody and said, the question was, do you think that part of the reason that Dwayne got benched was because he lost the locker room? And that player said, no, he lost the locker room a while ago. So to your point, I mean, I feel like that is one of the subtle differences with Alex is it's just it's belief. I don't know, like confidence, you know, what he brings to the table. I think I think that stuff is real. Like we're talking about human beings. We're not talking about robots, you know, and so I, I kind of I tweeted out a breakdown of, of a particular look verticals versus cover three. We saw it twice with uh, Haskins and then once with Heineke and, and the ultimately Heineke attempted the right throw, just missed it. But it was about the fact that I think there were guys receivers down the field and I'm not necessarily ex- making excuses for them because they do need to show up. But it's just like, you know, I'm not getting the ball in this or, I, I, you know, I'm just, you know, it's so that's that's one area where I think Alex would make a big difference this week versus if you were rolling into this week with Dwayne Haskins again, not just his play, but how his play affects the rest of the team. So, but those guys definitely need to step up. Antonio Gandy Golden, especially because he's a guy I'm high on. He's a rookie. He's had a, a, a rough year in terms of injuries and, and in terms of play. And so, you know, it's not like his career is over, but you want to see him do better than he's done because he's gotten like four opportunities to catch the ball and he's missed like all four of them. But hopefully Terry McLaurin is back. But ankle sprains yeah. are tough. Ankle sprains are turf, turf tough. I kind of would rather him sit. I mean, yeah, I I think be you're better off. Tampa. I think you're better. You mean Terry McLaurin? Yeah, and be yeah, ready for yeah. Tampa. I don't I don't think you would need him to win this week. I don't think you needed no. him to win last week. No. Terry McLaurin plays last week. I don't think it makes a difference. No. I think the ball is sailing over his head either way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I was I'm sorry. I was talking about Antonio Gandy Golden. He got 59 snaps last week. Isaiah Wright oh, got man. like 13. They 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 had him as the number two. Oh. Um, and I think that he's not ready for that. I just think he's missed too much time. He's well, not prepared. again, again, can you really judge that off of quarterback play? I mean, that, that's. I mean, what I'm maybe saying. not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, you he see, definitely needs to. Because yeah. when when Smith and, and Kyle Allen got in there, you start to see Logan Logan uh, Logan Thomas start to you know blossom, and mm-hmm. and then it's just like okay, well maybe we did hit on this drug, on this free agency pick. Yeah, I mean, Dwayne threw the ball to Logan thirteen times in that Seahawks game, but that was. That was kind of different, though, the circumstances. Yeah. Those were a lot of checkdowns. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's a fair point. Um, so, I mean, even if Dwayne took the checkdowns in that game against Carolina, I think you win the game. They, yeah. they left the checkdown wide open most yeah. of the time. One, one big key against Carolina also was uh, Scott Turner got away from running the ball just way too soon. And I know they were down 20 to 3 you know, going into uh, coming out of the half and then they got the ball back with seven minutes left in the third quarter down 20 to three, but still they were, they still could have run the ball. They, they, they went 20 to six, you know, at the, at the start of the fourth, they got the ball back. They were running the ball well. And the Panthers were, they were playing with three down linemen. So it was like, dude, just run the ball until they, they stop you, you know? So the Eagles, you know, with Fletcher Cox and Derek Barnett being out, I think that's, that's a factor because the Eagles run defense has been solid, but with them out, I think uh, I want to see that commitment to the run game, assuming Antonio Gibson does play again. Uh, I think that'll be pretty, pretty big. Yeah. I think, I think with, with Alex, I think 
I think the run game will definitely be highlighted this week. And I think, I mean, even Ron said in his pressure today that it's possible you'll see some Lamar Miller. So with that being said, yep. I anticipate the run game to be a big factor in the, in the, in the key to winning this division this yeah. week, Sunday, yeah. Sunday night. Now, speaking of running the ball, if there's one thing that kind of concerns me on the Eagles side, it's Jalen Hurts on three starts has 238 rushing yards. Now, and I mean, he's had his ups and downs. You know, he had a couple of real bad plays against the Cowboys last week. One particular throw and, you know, towards the end zone, just into double coverage. Just, you know, what are you doing? And then a fumble, a fumble later. Uh, but he's still a threat to run the ball. You know, he's still a threat. If you don't contain him, he's a threat to run, to make something happen with his legs. Earlier in the year, it was earlier in the year, they struggled against Kyler and Lamar. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, they struggled against Russell Wilson, who, who is a running threat, but isn't, you know, he, he's not a guy you see as a Kyler or Lamar, but he can take off and run if he has to, and he did. So that's one area that would cons- that, that just kind of concerns me with Jalen Hurts is I want to see this defense really contain him. Uh, because I think where he struggles as a passer is definitely noted. But if he misses a guy downfield, but then he decides he's going to take off and run and gets 15 yards, then, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, then I won't count that as a win for the defense. Yeah. And and what's helped me with that, and I was talking to one of my friends, and I was just like, Yo, you know, the thing is, like, we have – defensive masterminds you know you have ron who's a yes. mastermind on defense yep. you have jack who's a mastermind on defense so we're going to be ready it's whether the players perform or not yeah no i, I agree we'll have the great i think we'll have a great scheme yeah i think we'll be ready to roll i think uh it's it's just it's just going to come down to the players and and this is the last game of the season man i, I want to see him have more urgency more effort I don't want to see them beat themselves. I want to see Steve Sims, Stephen Sims, if he if he's back on punt return to catch the ball. You think he'll be back? You think he'll be back there? No, I don't think so. He was back there after the game. After he fumbled last week, he was back there again. Uh, I, don't I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'd rather have him than Wright, honestly, because Wright, he's done he's done the same thing, I think, I believe. So um, yep. uh, it's, it's it's a tricky situation. Yeah, I was going to point out the Cowboys. They've done a good job, Jack Del Rio, of, of strategizing and scheming up specifically, uh, you know, on how to contain specific teams, you know, especially about week six and on. I feel like they've done a pretty good job. Even if they don't dominate, they bend but don't break. And that's, in lots of games, been with little help from the offense, right? There, there hasn't been a lot of uh, give and take. So uh, I feel like they will come with a plan on how to really mess with Jalen Hurts. And I think that, honestly, I think they would rather him try to take off and run than, than be able to throw the ball. Uh, I personally would bring pressure. I'd bring a lot of pressure. I'd bring a lot of these different looks that he hasn't seen. First of all, the Eagles, they're starting their 13th, the Eagles, 13th. Talk about need to know. 13th offensive line combination. In 16 games. So basically almost every game they've had a different offensive line combination. So you're going to have, you know, you're going to have guys who haven't been playing together at all or very much. So that's where I'm, I'm, I'm bringing pressure, different looks, overloading sides, and I'm not giving Jalen Hurts time and I'm forcing him to have to make quick decisions. And if he doesn't, then he's going to be running for his life. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. This has potential to get ugly quick um, for the, 
I think we have the potential to get up on them early. And and just yeah. I'm hoping that that's the case as, a, as opposed to it coming down to a last minute drive. I think, like you said, the pressure is going to be key. And if you can get up early and have another eight sack or 10 sack performance mm. like we had in week one. Right. I think this, I think we may be, I think it may be nice and we may have some momentum going into going back home against Tampa, a Tampa team who will probably end up playing uh wild card round. Uh, yeah. So they, if they don't score on their opening drive this week, they'll have gone all season. So <laughs> that should be, I, I know that that's something that, uh that they've got to be talking about. Like we're not, we can't allow this to happen. And I'd love to kind of look back at that. If you remember with Jay Gruden's teams, that that script, that first couple drives script, they had they had a tendency to get up on guys seven to zero, fourteen to zero, and then just you know from there it all kind of fell apart. It's been the exact opposite uh, with Scott Turner. Um, but yeah, I you know the Eagles are just so decimated with injuries, so I'm bringing pressure. Jalen Hurts forcing him, and then Alex Smith just I mean you hope he's 100. percent I think if he's 100, percent you're fine. I think if he's 85, percent I don't know. So hopefully he's 100% and Gibson plays. Uh, so the playoff scenario, so Tampa is likely, right, to be the five seed. Right. With uh, who would be behind them then? Seattle would be – Seattle. well, St. Louis – I mean, not St. Not, not Louis, L.A. It would Tampa, L.A., and then Arizona probably or, or yeah, Chicago? Yeah, it just depends. If, if Arizona wins, they move up to six. But we it's either going to be the Rams or Tampa. At five, but Tampa may not make it. I mean, uh, the Rams, if they lose and Chicago wins, Tampa, uh, Los Arizona. Angeles doesn't make it. If, and Arizona, say, say that again. Yeah. So, if Arizona beats the Rams, okay, and um, Chicago beats whoever they're playing, Los Angeles doesn't make it to the playoffs. Arizona and Chicago would make it then, Arizona and Chicago. Wow, okay. So then, in that case, it would be Tampa that we that Washington would play. Tampa. Okay. It's more than likely we play Tampa. Okay. I'm trying to. Only way we play, only way play, play Los Angeles, which I would not mind, because of the injuries. Okay. Is if they lose to Falcons, which I doubt. Okay, it's kind of weird. They've got um, they've got Washington in the hunt as they would make the playoffs, but. The way they're showing it is weird, but so so Packers are one, twelve and three. Saints, two at eleven and four. Seattle's eleven and four. Seattle could still potentially clinch the one seed, but they would need a bunch of stuff to happen. But Seattle basically can't lose the the division. They clinch the division. Okay, so it's not Seattle, it's not New Orleans, and it's not the Packers. Interesting. Okay, so. Yeah, man, it's definitely coming down to the wire. Can you imagine winning round round one, and then winning and then playing, getting a chance to see Seattle again? Oh man, <laughs> yeah, I would, I would be that. Washington before, so then they would need to be the they would need to be the higher seat. There's, ah, I, I'm not gonna work all that out in my brain right now, but yeah, it, I, it, it it's safe to say that they'd. Uh, what'd you say? I said it even confu- the playoff seating confuses me in Madden. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot to try to keep track of. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would just bank on Tampa Washington wins. How how upset would you be if they lose on Sunday and and miss the playoffs? 
Uh, I think it'd be 50-50. I'm not really too – I mean, obviously I want my team to win. But um, Ron did something that not a lot of coaches can do, and that's – you mentioned it a lot, is doubling the win total from, from the previous year. Right. And I think that's huge. I think that's huge because – I, I mean, we basically had the same team as last year with a few, you know, few more draft picks. So it's like we kind of won with the core that we had last year. We didn't spend. So now we have an offseason with money. So I'm about 50-50 on it where, yes, I want to make the playoffs, but the same token, if we don't, I'm not too mad because we improved this year. Right. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at too. I was never expecting playoffs this year. My preseason prediction was seven and nine. I didn't think I changed it to six and ten. So they're going to finish with one of those two. But I, I was never expecting the playoffs. That would have been a bonus this year. And so if they make it, then that's really cool. If not, you know, immediately after the loss, it'll kind of it'll suck. But you know, it if if it was if they had gone, you know, if they were ten and ten and five and had to win to get in. Then be different, but you know, seven and nine playoffs is is playoffs, but it's you know there is kind of a minor, there's kind of an asterisk next to it, right? I mean, <laughs> right? Uh, and, and so that's where I would be at. I would be, I'd be proud of the improvement. And and honestly, Tay, if they lose, um, I would kind of just, I would also be more at peace because I would say, well, they could have won one of their last three games and made it in, and I would say a large part of the reason that they didn't win their last three games was because of quarterback. You know, I mean, sure, other things could have stepped up more, but well, if quarterback stepped up more, then I think they went. Well, we'll see about Sunday, but that, the last two. So I'd also say, hey, I don't think that this team is, you know, has a has a million things to figure out. If they had a better quarterback, they'd be in the playoffs. So go get a better quarterback. But we'll see what happens, man. You know, rooting for a win and a division championship, an unexpected division championship. And the last two seven and nine or or, or sub five hundred teams to make the playoffs did both win in, in the first round. So you you made a good point about just how the pressure would be on the Bucks in that situation. You know, assuming that it's the Bucks, the pressure's all on them. It's not on Washington. Oh, hands down. Hands down. Whoever whoever wins the NFC East is gonna have um the pressure's not gonna be on them. And yep. that's and that's a good that's for the whole playoffs for that matter. You won't yep. have any you won't have any pressure, you know, and say if you do win that first round, you play a Green Bay team, no pressure. I mean, you're not supposed right, to Right, right. You don't have any pressure throughout the whole playoffs. <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. Like you'd be an underdog. Can you just imagine a Cinderella story like that? Oh, man. So, <sighs> yeah. And, I mean, I feel like with I feel like with the Alex and Ron Rivera storylines in regards to their health and, and the people that they are, it, <laughs> this would be the year for it. Like this would be the year for them to not for even sure. necessarily win the Super Bowl, but win the wild card and then like win the divisional and make it to the NFC championship yes. and then lose. And it's like, hey, like, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> that would just be insane. I'm not predicting that to happen, but I'm saying if it was ever going to happen to a team in a year that it should not have happened to that team, it would be Washington yep. in 2020. Now, 2021. Also, Happy New Year. Forgot to say that. Yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> so here's my last <laughs> thing that I'm going to say. If Alex Smith does come out and, and they win this game on Sunday and then go to the playoffs, regardless of what happens, even if they get blown out in the wild card round, in my mind, Alex Smith should retire uh, because his legacy would be 
in my mind, his legacy would be complete. And, and if you were to continue playing, it'd only be open to to being damaged. Does that make sense? Like, he obviously, he's going to do whatever he wants. But if yeah, you ask me, for my opinion, I'd say, hey, dude, first of all, you came back from the injury. You came back from the injury and you won. And you led a team to the playoffs. So now if you come back next year and things don't go well or you get hurt again, God forbid, then it's like it's like when a trilogy ends but then they make a fourth one now it's like the story is over we don't need to keep you know continuing this story so if i'm if if alex were to ask me for my opinion which he never would in a million years he never care what my opinion is but if you were to ask me for my opinion i'd say alex i think that uh i think you should go out riding high essentially and you know and your story will be just it would be complete there'd be nothing more you need to add to it yeah, I agree with that. That's like the perfect legacy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, perfect. seriously. But it's for him, I mean, the first number one overall pick and then just to get his – yeah, I think I think so. Get comeback player of the year. and I, Right, I think right, that too. Out. Comeback player of the year. And, yeah. Um, on top of that, I, I just – I really – I see them I see them parting ways amicably in the offseason. I just don't see Washington paying him 20-whatever, 4 million or something, 25 million. I, I think they like Kyle Allen. I think that they'll be fine going with Kyle Allen and bringing somebody else in, a rookie or somebody. I don't see them paying Kyle, uh, Alex Smith $25 million. I do think, well, I do hope he would stick around in some capacity and think it's possible. But hopefully it's just a retirement from Alex. Like, hey, I did, I did it. Like, I proved that I could come back. I proved that anyone could come back from this. And, yeah, I came back and I won, so... That's my opinion on that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, I agree. He, he's, <laughs> I mean, he's already exceeded expectations. And like I said, he hasn't, I mean, you don't want him to get hurt even more. So, yeah, um, exactly. Like, exactly. if he's not 100% this week, then I wouldn't play him. No, just let put Ty, Do, let Taylor, Heineke in. Taylor Heineke in there. And let's see if he could do a Cinderella story. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's possible. You know, it could it could all. That's what we're banking on now is the Cinderellas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stuff on like it. that happens, man. You never. It does happen. It it does. You never know, man. Seriously. Um. So, do you have a uh, score prediction? I know wins of the week is kind of. That was that was that was when we were really expecting them to lose lots of these games. You know, when we're trying to find some positives, but now it's a playoff situation yeah. so do you have a score prediction or what is your score prediction uh, I'm gonna, uh, uh, man I feel like I'm at a concert uh, I'm gonna say 27 I know <laughs> you have to put that in the uh in the description, description. I was thinking that I'm going to the, <laughs> I'm going to put it in there <laughs> You'd be serenaded by a violin solo the entire episode. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, what, sorry, what was your prediction? Um, I'm, I'm going to go 27-10. Wow, so you're calling a blowout. 13, 27-13. Okay. I, I think we're routing, man. I, I just can't. I just got, yeah, 27-13, 27-10. Okay. I I am gonna go in the. Let's see. I always try to think of how we'd get to the score that we'd get to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like touchdown, touchdown. Yeah. I'm gonna go 23, 14, Washington. A couple mm-hmm. touchdowns, three field goals. Yeah, you know we're gonna get field goals. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four field goal tries, three makes. Yeah. <laughs> 24-13. And Jalen Hurts is gonna is gonna have some uh have some rookie mistakes in there. And then man, it's gonna be an interesting offseason with Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, and then the draft, and then Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott and Derek Carr and Mariota and I mean, I'm not saying I want most of these guys. I'm just saying it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger, he's retired. Um, NFL draft, April 29th. NFL draft. Oh, that's the date officially. Yep. I knew it was okay. End of the end of, end of April. That's going to be fun too, man. I love the draft. I I love yeah. the draft. The draft is almost as fun as like the season. Really, <laughs> it's is. just it's only like the season two modified days. in like three days. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it's it is so much fun. So <laughs> at least we have the playoffs to get us through, and also the like when you know when Washington loses or isn't in the playoffs, I still love watching the playoffs. So yeah, got the same. playoffs to carry you over to beginning of February, and then you've got draft to carry over to end of April. That's when things get kind of tough, May and June and July. Free agency March. And that's right, free agency, which is also fun. So, yeah, last uh, regular season – well, last last, uh, game preview, and then we'll have the recap. But, yeah, yeah, thanks for for sticking with us through the season, those of you that have. It's been a great season, Tay. Um, Winning has definitely helped, but, like, listeners have definitely gone up. You know, and so – and views on YouTube have definitely gone up and follows Mm -hmm. have definitely gone up, and so – it was a really good 2020 in regards to, you know, this platform and building and growing this thing. And so, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was uh, one positive and we'll see what 2021 has for us. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, uh, let's get this win, man. Let's, let's see what we can do. Yeah. Let's, I'm assuming uh, it'll be all whites this Sunday night. I'm thinking, right. You, if you're saving it for big games and you got to do it on Sunday, we're right? Three and <laughs> we're three and oh, and I'm right. Three and oh, two and oh. They beat, uh, it was two and oh. Okay, so you gotta twice. Go, yeah, gotta go for three. Pretty sure they wore them twice. Yeah, they went all white, then all burgundy, then, yep. All right, man. Oh, we beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and, and San Francisco. And who else was in between that? Then they played Seattle and all red who, and all burgundy. Who, who's our four game win streak? Four game was uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Dallas, Cowboys, Pittsburgh, San Francisco. Got you. All right, yep, yeah. Yep. So let's go for three, man. Let's go for yep. three. Yeah, let's go for three, man. Uh, this is Todd. This is Tay. We'll talk to y'all after uh, the game on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Talk to y'all next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.